Hello and welcome to our podcast, On Your Marks. My name is Peter and I am the leader of St Mark's Church in Jersey, a growing, friendly Anglican church in the centre of St Helier. We want to take the Bible apart and see what's really in there, going beyond the face value to dig a little deeper into certain topics. We will bring you fresh content every week and hope you get a lot out of listening. So, if you're ready, let's go. Hello Ray, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Gosh, it's been quite a few weeks since I've seen you. Yes, didn't we miss out before Christmas or after? Yeah, we missed a week before Christmas as things started to ramp up and then, so it's probably been about five weeks since our last conversation, hasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good to see you. And you. And welcome to everyone listening. Happy New Year, I can still say that. Yes. <laughs> Only the 19th of January. Um, happy 2023. Um, if you are a regular listener, then you'll know what we're doing. If you're not a regular listener, then you're very welcome to um, this podcast. So um, I sit with my friend and mentor, Ray. Um, we're in his study, surrounded by books. Um, and we're in the island of Jersey, and uh, which is um, in the, near France, actually, but it's part of the UK. And uh, we sit to unpack the scriptures, and we want to dig deeper into certain topics. Um, and today we're doing a podcast which we have labelled Ray's Take. So following our Sunday sermon, um, or our Sunday service, we then sit together to unpack the scripture from that Sunday, and we sort of get Ray's take on it. Um, that's kind of it. Anything else you want to say about it, Ray? No, I think that summarises it well. Summarises it well. Fantastic. Well, so we read the scripture to start with, um, and we, we we read from the ESV, the English Standard Version, but you're welcome to you know, read from, from any scripture that you might want. Okay, so um, we are in John chapter 1, so that's the New Testament, um, John chapter 1, and we're starting at verse 29, going down to verse 34. So I'll read the, the passage out, and then Ray and I can unpack it. So John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came, baptising with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptise with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptises with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Right. So I didn't actually read the title out there, Ray, but this this is... Yeah, what was your title? Behold the Lamb of God. Right. Do you have the same in your version? Um, Yes, it does. Yes, Yes. it does. We are reading from the same. Behold the Lamb of God. So, Ray... Yeah, I, I mean, I, there's a huge amount here, um, and the essential core seems to me to be with the ministry of the Spirit of God and the ministry of the Son of God and how they work together. 
Um, and there are various emphases that we sometimes, I think, get slightly wrong. Um, among others, the very clear reference to the Spirit of God descending on the Son of God and, it says, of remaining with him. Mm. And that, to me, is indicative of the relationship between Father, Son and Spirit. The Spirit is given by the Father, given to the Son, and then the work of God progresses. Um, it's, it's, I think it's quite an important issue. Mm. Um, I've often, no, wrong, I occasionally, <laughs> um, wrongly speculate on the nature of the re relationship within the Godhead. Um, and it really is a bit of a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it gets you nowhere. The moment you think you've kind of got your head around it a little and bit, then something, then something comes along. down and you realise, and it, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, and, um, and and I find that very important though that here the spirit of God remains with the Son of God and becomes. And there's references to the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit, or the gift of the Father, or the Spirit of Jesus. Um, and any one of those is good enough for me. Um, and that's where, again, the emphasis continues throughout the New Testament ministry of the Spirit. I sometimes think of, instead of the Acts of the Apostles, the Acts of the Holy Spirit, because that... Oh, that's nice describes yeah. what's going on. It's the activity of the Holy Spirit. Because he is the continuing presence of Jesus in in the church. It puzzles me that you can have sort of what they used to call Jesus only churches. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Well it, it it's uh, um it just acknowledges Christ without reference to Trinity. Oh, wow. And um, I, I don't see how you can split things up. Not, like well, especially with this passage. No, no, it doesn't, doesn't work, does it? It's, um, I find it fascinating that this infers, well, it actually doesn't infer, it states that John didn't know that Jesus was the Son of God until the moment where the Spirit descended on him. Correct. So we can presume that something enabled him to recognise that. Yeah, and that God, you know, um, in verse 33, I did not know, um, but uh, he who sent me to baptise with water said to me, so he who sent me to baptise with water, God, mm -hmm. uh, said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is the one. So obviously God had, um, you know, foretold or pre-told John the Baptist. Yep. Yep. The one you see, the spirit descending. So until that moment, John is seeing Jesus saying, hello, cousin, because this is his cousin. Yep. I'm going to baptise you. And my goodness, I see the spirit descend on you. Yep. What a moment that would have been. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
clearly it, it is the single thing that opens his eyes to see the truth. Yeah. And again, interesting, the spirit of truth describes the Holy Spirit in certain places. Yeah. Uh, which, um, and the, uh, the purpose of the Spirit of God to continue the work of Christ in opening the truth, revealing the truth about God, um, it, it, it all comes together at this point. There's something quite important, I think, yeah. in this specific reference. So what you said at the beginning, for you, this the emphasis then, let me just make sure I'm quoting you right, um, is the relationship between the Spirit and between the Son and yes. the Act. That is, for you, the that, essence of this that, bit. This, that's the truth that is opened up for yeah. me. Yes. Um, it goes on with the reference to John's ministry of baptising, doesn't it? Quite um, quite specific again. Yeah. Yep. And it's so in, it's so important. Uh, one thing I took about the how it, how it's important to bear witness to things we have seen and uh, at movements of God. So it's our testimony and how powerful that can be. Yep. Oh, I mean, I've I've found that testimony in the congregation is is potent in terms of opening up the purposes of God and releasing the work of the Spirit. Um, uh, and it, it, it is such a crucial part of proclaiming the truth mm. that, that it works. You know, I've known this. This is my... It's not just a matter of experience, it's reality. And that is very powerful, I think. Mm. I think we lose out if we ignore the importance of personal testimony. It's important to retain that within our overall presentation of the truth. There's a question that's come into my mind, um, mm -hmm. and it may be one that is a is the response is I don't know. But so here it's saying that the spirit remains with Jesus. Through, from that moment onwards, yet there were moments like in the Garden of Gethsemane when he is feeling pain and pressure or in the moments before he died where it's inferred that God turned his face from him. Yes. And he's quoting from Psalm 22. And so there's, there's an interesting dynamic there that we can be filled with the Holy Spirit, but that doesn't mean that always we will feel close or feel God you know his face turned away I'm just thinking of Psalm 22 my God why have you forsaken me why did you turn your face from me which is Jesus quoting on the cross yeah. well there's an objective truth and there is subjective feeling yeah um, and sometimes the two have to be unraveled um, the absolute truth is that God has promised us his spirit um, and has promised that he will not remove that spirit from us. Um, how I feel about that will be very different, which is why um, 
I don't depend too heavily on how I feel. That, right, that's such a good answer to the question. I love it. And the response was, there is objective truth and there's subjective feeling. Yeah. And so in the moments where we feel, in the, in the moment, the subjective moment of what we're doing, God is far from me or what am I doing? We hold on to the objective truth. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's so true. And um, I've been there. Um, remember this period of severe depression in my life. Um, went, um, we went on a Christian conference in Morecambe. Nothing wrong with Morecambe. Uh, Near Blackpool. Nice, nice part of the world. However, I got to a point when I shut myself in my room and didn't want to know, um, and there was nobody in the thousands of Christians there to whom I could speak, who could understand. Um, and this was at a time when I was in my second curacy. I eventually decided that I would phone up my eye surgeon of all people, who's Jewish, or late eye surgeon now, sadly, um, and who, who, but who was a, a, a really gracious help to me, and very kind. Used to stay with him when I used to go and get checked up because I was rather useful. My my eye notes had been around the world on his lecture tours. I really? Often, I, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Because, yeah, um, I mean, his process of investigation was to use photography. So whilst he was exploring the condition, he would do quick-action flash photography into the eye. Just, and he was able, because I was tolerant of all that was going on, um, he was able to do this during the surgery as well. Oh, good grief. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, so that it meant I, I was a, an ideal example for <laughs> his lecture tours. What was your condition? Oh, glaucoma. Right, I okay. lost most of the sight in my left eye um, initially. Um, uh, nowadays, the right, the right's more problematic. Um, so... Um, I, and anyway, he you stayed with him during this time yeah. in Morecambe of a bit of depression in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So I phoned him up. He said, his immediate response: Can you get him here to Manchester, which is where he worked? And the answer was yes. We get somebody to drive him there, and um, I landed up for two stroke three weeks, admitted on some pretext as a patient. And um, a period of enforced rest. Um, thankfully, I knew the staff in Manchester Royal Eye Hospital, and the, even the sister of the ward came one evening, smuggled me out, and I went to went to a local um, Indian restaurant with her, <laughs> and her husband. <laughs> um, it was great fun. Um, but that was how down I had got 
Mm. And, uh, but that was also the turning point. Um, but, it, but I held on to the truth <coughs> that God held on to me. And that was my emphasis. I, I had no ability to hold on to God. He could hold on to me. Mm. Um, and nowhere did I strangely question the reality of the Spirit of God in me. It was a challenging time. Mm. And but a turning point, you but say. But a turning point, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's and this is exactly what's modelled by Jesus. He never let go of it, but still cried out in, in yeah. when he was yeah. in turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was that was the one point in his life when there was separation yeah. between himself and father. Um at the point of salvation. Yeah. Because he is bearing the sin of the world Correct. upon him. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was momentary. Yeah. So there was no suggestion that it was other than that. No. Okay. Yeah. Mm, that's really interesting. And thank you for sharing about, about yourself and that those times. It's so relevant to what we're what you're saying, which in yep. in essence is about the Spirit's relationship to the Son and therefore the Spirit's relationship with us and that, yep. how that interplays. It's a, it's a matter of objectivity. If you can set in place in your life certain objective realities that are unquestionable, um, you'll try and question them, but in the end... There is no doubt that God loves me. God sent his spirit to live within me. God has filled me with his spirit. And although I have saddened him in different ways, the reality is that can't be questioned. That's true. That's an eternal truth. And there are eternal truths of which I am a player. I'm part of it, which are perhaps for a certain seasons a mile away from my personal feelings. Yeah. And I hang on to the objective and don't worry about the feelings. It's, um, God will deal with it in his way and his time. But, um, just as dear old John the Baptist, or John the Baptizer, if you like, kept his focus on his ministry, didn't he? He did. Quite, quite interesting. He persevered. Mm. Um, especially with his ministry of baptism. This is... He who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. What a difference between John baptizing with water from Galilee, from water from, sorry, River Jordan, and Jesus baptizing with the Holy Spirit. Mm. 
Wow, quite something. Um, so, from our passage today, then twenty nine to thirty four, the message, the message that you want to leave listeners with today, yeah. is it about objective truth, about the spirit? I think, t- to me, I, uh, in terms of interpreting what this means for me, is that the Spirit of God descended on Jesus and remained with him. That must say something to my walk with God. It must say something about my relationship with Christ. It says to me, that the Spirit of God is a gift from God that I am able to receive and in whom I will persevere so that I could testify that I was filled with the Spirit in 1963 or I could testify that I am filled with the Spirit today. I much prefer to be up to date and testify to today Mm. Um, so that the Holy Spirit is given to Jesus it it summarises their relationship but it also touches on my relationship with God the way I experience Jesus is by His Spirit the way I experience I live my life is by his spirit so that the spirit of God is he who is crucial in my day-to-day walk Mm. because he upholds Christ and demonstrates Christ to me fantastic yeah Ray thank you so much for that Um, great word for today and as we finish, um, just to highlight, I'm not sure next week we may end up doing uh, an influential people recording. So for those, if you're first listening today, we have two podcasts we record. Uh, one where we reflect and um, talk about our Sunday service and the other where we run through um, some of the influential people um, in Ray's life. And you can go back on the, on the podcast app, whichever one you're listening on, and listen to some of them. And we've talked about some very interesting people. So I think next week we might be doing, be doing that. And so if you haven't listened, I encourage you to, to, to do that as well. And, and what we do, if I can interrupt, yeah. that we refer to people that have been influential in my life. Yes. Um, either through their writings or, or through their, uh, my experience of them. And they may be people you have never heard of in your life. Yeah. Um, but they are massive in mine. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't want to depart this life without having communicated something from certain people in my experience. Well, and we'll, we'll talk about it maybe yeah, next yeah. week or whatever, but you've already influenced me in to look into people that have been influential in your life and are already having an impact in my life. So I'm getting a lot out of it straight away. So, yeah, yeah. thank you. And, you know, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, um, have, a good, have a good rest of your day and hope to, yeah. Do come back to us. Do come back to us if you want, yeah. 
We do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends on social media. And please do get in touch with any suggestions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening and see you next time.